Hi guys, welcome to Quizx podcast. Today I'm going to start off with my new podcast project which I named Corona Pod which exclusively deals with the coronavirus. Through Corona Pod I'm going to track how a pandemic and a fear of one affects today's global economy. And this Corona Pod will also help you understand the ways in which one disease is impacting not just global health but markets industries and politics and also the way we live our lives through this corona pod you can also expect the report from world health organization as well as the pace at which the biotechnology companies are coming up with the vaccine for the virus and the several drug trials they're undertaking and also the innovations and responsibilities taken by the companies and big corporations as well as governmental organization Through this corona pod I'm going to discuss everyday three major topics under coronavirus. It can be about stock markets, it can be about how businesses are being affected, it can be about health related, it can be about the vaccine development, it can be about even geopolitical tensions. The world is facing global quantum shortage as factories are being shut and also people are staying home for this quarantine. A global shortage of quantum is looming. The world's biggest producer has said after a coronavirus lockdown forced it to shut down production. The world's biggest quantum manufacturer is none other than Malaysia's Carex. Carex makes one in every five quantums globally. It has not produced a single condom in its three Malaysian factories for more than a week because of lockdown imposed by the government to halt the spread of the virus. That is already a shortfall of 100 million condoms normally marketed internationally by brands such as Durex supplied to state healthcare systems such as Britain's NHS or distributed by aid programs such as UN Population Fund. Now the World Health Organization is also concerned about the looming shortages effect on humanitarian efforts in Africa where condoms are in high demand for HIV prevention but that shortage could impact anyone who is having sex The good thing is that the demand for condoms is still very strong because like it or not it's still an essential to have given that at this point in time people are probably not planning to have children it's not the time with so much uncertainty and our second topic is about the best performing assets in 2020 here's a quiz for you so the question is what commodity do you think is the best asset in 2020 as the best performing one think outside the box you can guess the answer it's not gold it's not silver either it's definitely not oil it's neither the toilet paper the best performing asset in 2020 are x yes you heard me x 
Investments of all stripes have plunged as the global economy slips towards a coronavirus-led recession. But a handful of agricultural commodities are in very high demand. The price of a dozen large white eggs has jumped from about to $3 up from about 80 cents at the beginning of the year. And the data was being taken from United States Department of Agriculture. The future for frozen concentrated orange juice, a famously speculative commodity derivative, has also soared. In other words, panic buying at grocery stores has made eggs and orange juice the best performing assets this year. The value of egg jumped directly to 50% more. The value of orange juice jumped 19% more, but the gold has jumped just 7%. And here we come for today's last topic and it's how tech companies are stepping up in the coronavirus pandemic response and how they are dedicating their resources. Tech companies are stepping up to the plate to play a part in the coronavirus pandemic response, tapping into their wide-ranging resources to help experts get a handle on the spread of the virus and to fill in gaps in the government's response. But it's not clear yet how or what extent those efforts could help bring the crisis under control. In recent weeks, major tech companies have publicized stronger efforts to police misinformation on their platforms, rolled out testing and triage tools, and donated masks and other medical supplies. They're helping health officials share accurate information and providing academic researchers with massive data sets to help predict the spread of the virus or forecast its impact on hospitals. But Apple, Amazon, Google, Facebook and Microsoft, who are worth a collective $5 trillion, have also faced criticism that their efforts do not go far enough. Google, for example, has been called out for giving out what amounts of coupons for ads to organizations that may find themselves with no money. The pandemic has also proven challenging for tech companies to respond to, particularly when policing falsehoods that dubious pedal cures or fuel conspiracy theories and which can easily spread on the platforms. Let's see how Apple played its part. Apple has released a COVID-19 website and an app which asks questions to screen for COVID-19 symptoms and point the public to resources for information on testing and physical distancing. Both offerings were developed in partnership with the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the White House's Coronavirus Task Force and the Federal Emergency Management Agency. Apple is also closely monitoring how new apps related to COVID-19. Earlier this month, the company updated its developer guidelines to note that only recognized entities such as government organizations, health-focused non-governmental organizations, medical or educational institutions, or companies deeply credentialed in health issues should submit such apps. Additionally, Apple is donating 10 million face masks, sources from the company's global supply chains to healthcare workers around the world. Let's see how Amazon played its part. 
e-commerce company Amazon is gearing up to help distribute at-home coronavirus test kits in the United Kingdom. The finger prick test which UK health officials are currently evaluating look for antibodies to the virus to determine if someone has already been infected. That would help give officials an idea of how many people have been ill as well as who might be able to safely recenter for the workforce. Globally, Amazon is also shifting its warehousing and logistics operations to focus on essential items like medical supplies and goods for babies and infants. Meanwhile, workers at one of the company's fulfillment centers and its grocery chain went on strike this week to protest working conditions, including a lack of protective gear or access to paid sick leave. Let's see how Google played its part. Google has not so known health company inside its headquarters called Verily. Verily is a life science company owned by Google and is providing drive-through coronavirus tests at locations in four California countries. Before coronavirus, the company had kept a low profile compared with search engine giant, but the outbreak has been something of a standout moment for the company which tested roughly around 3,700 people for coronavirus as of end of the March. Meanwhile, Google is also donating an estimated 2 to 3 million face masks to the CDC Foundation. The masks are being produced in partnership with, the, with an existing Google partner company. The search engine is also pledging $250 million in what it calls ad grants, which agencies like WHO can use to share factual information on how to prevent the spread of coronavirus. Community financial institutions and non-governmental organizations can also use the grants to run public service announcements about relief funds related to the pandemic. Google is also doling out ad credits and low-interest loans to small businesses and suffering in wake of shelter-in-place policies. Let's see how Facebook is doing its part. Facebook is donating 720,000 face masks to health workers, which the company has said it had a stockpile to prepare for wildfires in California. The social network is putting its location data to use in an effort to help track this global spread of the virus. Facebook is sharing aggregated and anonymized smartphone data with researchers as institutions, including Harvard, and National Tsinghua University in Taiwan to help study people's movement and social patterns. Facebook is combating coronavirus misinformation and said it discusses that work frequently with World Health Organization, the CDC and other governmental organizations. Let's see how Microsoft is playing its part. The Center for Disease Control used Microsoft's customizable healthcare chatbot to create its own version of tool that tailors its questions and answers to COVID-19. The software runs on Microsoft Azure Cloud, the company's cloud platform, but is owned and maintained by the CDC, which does not share any personal information with the tech company. A handful of health systems are currently using the tool, including Washington-based hospital network, 
Providence and Joseph and Seattle based Virginia Mason. Microsoft also worked with the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation at the University of Washington to create a series of data visualizations that aim to predict the virus's peak in each US state and gauge its strain on health systems. In addition, the company released a free set of academic articles it has begun collecting related to coronavirus research. Microsoft has also expanded a partnership with biotech company Adaptive to study immune response to COVID-19 on a population level. That's all for today guys. I will come up with the three new topics tomorrow on the coronavirus. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Stay home. Stay safe.